is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. We are your one-stop shop for weird news. We're the Walmart of weird. Yeah, yeah, Walmart does have everything. Yeah, including a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> Except <laughs> normally dressed people. <laughs> uh, the man to my left across the table is the unaccustomed Louis Fox. That's right, I cannot get into any country through custom. No, no. I have to tunnel. <laughs> You're the El Chapo. <laughs> I'm the El Chapo of tourism. <laughs> I, I hire a, a coyote when yeah. I go visit Mexico. Yeah. You just can't go to any islands. That's yeah, a oh, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a little challenging. So what's been going on with you, man? Not a ton. Now, last time I saw you, you were heading off to the uh, chiropractor. Yeah, I, I, you know, I... Or or as we call it, voodoo. I don't know if it is real or not. Like, <laughs> I, I only went there because they have a massage therapist it's right by my house. And so, but I had to get, a because I'm writing it off on the insurance. Yep. So I had to get a doctor's note to say that it's like a medical necessity. Is this get like massage. getting the weed card where you're like, uh, I get Wink, headaches. wink, yeah. Yeah, and so I met with the chiropractor and he was <laughs> the like- The guy who wrote you the doctor's note to get the chiropractors dressed like a giant <laughs> marijuana leaf dancing. He's, he's like, all right, uh, the, the marijuana card is $7, but if you want it in pen, it's $35. <laughs> <laughs> the crayon option is the seven dollars <laughs> uh but yeah i met the chiropractor and like he was trying to sell me on getting adjusted or whatever mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm not i just want a massage man i don't want to be i don't want you popping all sorts of stuff on my back yeah and he's like well you need it but he signed off on it whatever so i scheduled the massage i went to get the massage and so the massage therapist walks me into the room and she's like okay well just take off whatever you feel comfortable taking off. And so I just started to take my shirt off and she was standing right there. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Calm down. I'm going to leave the room. I'm like, lady, your hand's going to be all up on me, <laughs> all over me. Like what difference does it make if you see it now or in five minutes? She's got her boundaries. I, yeah, it was a little weird, but whatever. So I take, take off my clothes. You know, I leave my pants on. Okay. I get under the table and my face is down in that like, you know, face the, hole. The mini toilet seat. Yeah. And, and I'm there for like 10 minutes just lying there like waiting for this lady to come. It's like, what are you doing? And then she knocks the door. Yeah. Then they knock on the door like, what? like hang on, I'll get it. Hold on. I didn't, I didn't get my clothes off in that 11 minutes that you were gone. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, what the hell? And then it's like I don't I don't know. It's like, do you talk to the massage therapist? Here's because I've 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 was prescribed massage once. Uh -huh. Here's what I figured out: Did they turn on music? There was music playing. Shut I up. don't know if it was music. It was more like ambiance sound. It was like orca whales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. So so did you was, talk to the lady or uh, man? I shouldn't assume it was a woman. It was a lady. It was like general chit chat for like the first minute. And then I just would fall asleep, I think. Yeah. Did you fall asleep? Pretty sure I did. Did you wake up and then she's like, not there? <laughs> no, I wish. She's, she's like on her phone. That's that's how I would do it if I was the massage. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything if you fell asleep. Yeah, if you fell asleep, I'd leave. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, it's been an I'd change all the clocks. <laughs> You've totally been here for like an hour. Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah. I feel uh, relaxed. <laughs> that happened today because I went in today. And I got a massage. I went really early in the morning, at like 8 in the morning. 
at one point I was on my back. She's working on my you know chest or whatever, and I do the. <laughs> I, I like woke myself up like with the, the sleep tremor, like snore. I'm like, how does she? How does she work through that? I'm like snoring in her face. You start having the 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 night terrors, the, the night tremors, yeah. the non flashbacks. <laughs> ah! Uh, yeah, so that's been. I don't. I. It's a little weird because I don't want to be rude because this weird person is here to help you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like I, they're just hands on body. Like you know, I guess normally these are a little chit chat when people put their hands on your body, right? Yeah, a little. Well, <laughs> I had the best one. So I was I was on tour, and I thought I had a hernia. Mm-hmm. A hernia is a chronic condition, so you can't just go to like urgent care because uh-huh. they don't do that. So I was home for a couple days. And I go to make an appointment with my doctor, and they're like, oh, the doctor's out of town. I'm like, well, what, what, what do I do? So they go. They don't have a backup doctor? Nah, yeah. They don't have the... a fill in? They don't have a substitute doctor? <laughs> no. What? So they go, they go, just go to urgent care and tell them you just experienced the symptoms today. Ah. And I'm like, you're telling me to cheat the system? I'm like, okay. So I go to urgent care. And so they got to feel my, my, my junk uh-huh. for, for, for the hernia check. So the lady doctor, she goes, we have to have someone else in the room to do this. Yeah. So this lady comes in, and I totally recognize her. She works part time at the Starbucks. I go to. Oh no! <laughs> no! So she's like the nurse tech, but she's just like the witness to make sure nothing <laughs> weird goes on. <laughs> so, so there's this really weird chit chat. She's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Hey." <laughs> It's about to go down. <laughs> and then, like, drop your pants. And, she's... and then the next time you're at the Starbucks, she's like, hey, hey! little dinky guy. <laughs> I'll have a grande. No, you won't. <laughs> Hernia man. Turn your head and cough, dude. It was, yeah, so every time I would get coffee, it was super awkward after that. Like, she just writes, ha, 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 ha. That's my Starbucks name now. <laughs> God. My Starbucks. Who, da, who is a part-time nurse and works at Starbucks? That's that's not a real thing. She was the nurse tech, so I think she was going to school to be the whatever. It was so so uncomfortable, and then turned out didn't have a hernia. Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. So yeah. you just embarrassed yourself in front of your local barista <laughs> yeah. for no apparent reason. Yeah, <laughs> and paid a nineteen dollar copay. <laughs> That and, was cool about the insurance. Yeah, the $7 for the massage was great. Yeah. Yeah, man. So good. No get to the stories? Let's do it. All right. Get to some weird news. This story comes from TheGuardian.com. That's a news source more reliable than eating wild game from Chernobyl. <laughs> if there's any left, <laughs> there is like I saw an HBO series coming out on Chernobyl. Oh. It looks intense, man. I think it was Dark Tourist, which is a TV show uh-huh. on Netflix, yeah, yeah. and the guy did a tour of Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, oh, there was a episode of what's the fisherman guy, River Monsters, where he goes to. Oh, Chernobyl does he? Does he? Fishing. Does he catch a crazy monster? I think it just catches like a giant catfish. Oh, gotcha. With seven eyes. So yeah, <laughs> naturally. Uh, so this story comes from Brazil, not Chernobyl. It says, it's the Chernobyl of South America. <laughs> it says judge rules identical twins must both pay support for nine-year-old girl. 
A Brazilian judge has ruled that two identical twins must both pay maintenance for a nine-year-old girl after a DNA, DNA test failed to identify which was her father. I like that they call it a maintenance. I know. It's like an oil change for your kid. Yeah, it's not, it's not support for the child. No, it's you got to like, rotate the tires. It's a monthly sort of, uh, you know, the light comes on. and Yeah, you got to check it out. Yeah. And then it's just the doctor tells you the gas cap wasn't clicked twice. <laughs> Each man will have to pay 30% of Brazil's monthly minimum salary, around 59 pounds or 45 American dollars, and share the mother's medical, dental, clothing, and school costs. Yeah, but it should be like the guys are overpaying. The mother should be 50%, and the two guys should split the remaining 50%. Why does she have to pay 50%? It's half her kid! It's a third of her kid, technically, according to the <laughs> according to the court. I don't think you can have two dudes. I don't know. Hey, they're the same guy. That's that, the thing. According, according to the state of Brazil, you and you, same person. Well, well, the story goes on, and it w- does come out that they are acting like the same man. The, one of the brothers, in bad faith, seeks to conceal paternity. Such behavior should not be protected by the judiciary. Judiciary, Judge Philippe Procura. Peruca wrote in his ruling. Urban Dictionary uh, has when when two twins swap for the sexy purposes, they call that the David Copperfield. Why do they? they do they really? <laughs> the, the invisible switch out. Yeah, does he have a twin brother? <laughs> I think they would call it the prestige. <laughs> yeah. The pre- oh, yeah. I think that's what they should call it. Yeah. The this, prestige. This case. The case. As is, they swap, swap, walk by each other in the bathroom, they high five each other. Yeah. And, and go, the prestige. Prestige. The case has drawn national attention and shocked the small rural town of Cachoala, Ca, Cachoeira Alta in Guayas State, where the twins live. Since adolescence, the pair used their identical appearance to hide betrayals and win over more women. The Guas Justice Tribunal said in a statement explaining that the mother had a brief relationship with the father after both met at a party held by mutual friends. I'm sure the people at the party knew who was who. Yeah, in a, a couple other articles that we read, so these guys would go on dates with girls, they would date them, and then they would swap out and act like the other brother, the other brother, so that they could each sexually be with this is a, like a woman. Uh, this is like a sitcom where the two people pretend to be the other person, the twins, uh-huh. uh, in order to get like take a better test. Yeah, except it's with sex. Yeah. Or like, you know, wife swapper, where it's like, you know, uh, swap with my brother, see who's yeah. better or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wasn't your dong longer last yeah, week? <laughs> I swear. You're one circumcised, one's not. That's super <laughs> weird. How did you do that? Like, you only had four fingers. <laughs> where did this other finger grow out? He told me he had a twin brother, but I wasn't introduced. At the time, I didn't suspect anything. The mother said, according to the court statement, neither she nor the twins have been named. So what happens, like, she meets this guy at a party, they go back, and then, like, the the guy goes in the bathroom and the other guy walks out? Yeah, I, maybe they're just, like, they live in a place where it's, like, no, they're not at the same place at the same time. Yeah. But if it's a small town, like it says it does, don't everyone be aware of that? Yeah, and word would travel really quick. Yeah. So she went to a court to demand the man she had a relationship with take a DNA test. When it turned out positive, he said his twin brother was the father. So he's like, that's not my kid. He's thrown his brother my, under my the bus. My twin brother is the guy who One of us girl. always wears a condom and one of us <laughs> never does. Also, one of us always lies and one of us always tells the truth. You can ask us one question to see who's who. <laughs> but his twin's test also came out 99.9 positive because identical twins come from the same 
fertilized egg and have the same DNA, the court said. That's why I'm actually surprised there aren't more uh, murderers now, serial killers that are twins. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because you can't lock both of them up. Yeah. Right? It'd be like, no, I was, uh, that was our swap day. I was actually working at the grocery store. Yeah, he's the he one was who out there murdering. killed my wife. Yeah, my DNA's all over that cash register. <laughs> it's a very sad attitude. There was no need for this. They know the truth, but took advantage of the similarity to escape responsibility, the mother said. A more detailed twin test could cost about 12,000 pounds, $15,000, and not necessarily be conclusive, the court said. I like how the court didn't order that. The court did the lazy thing, and they're like, you know what? Both of you you I actually like that. It's like... But one guy is... You're punishing a guy that's legitimately telling the truth. But you're punishing them for doing this possibly to a lot of different people. We're assuming they do it a bunch. Well, I imagine they do it a lot. In the other articles that I read, they did this on a regular basis. Evandro Paganini, a lawyer for the mother, now 25, said she had relations with the man just once. She has a nine-year-old daughter as a result and began court proceedings in 2017. The mother is unhappy with the result and plans to appeal. We believe the child has the right to know who the biological father is, Paganini said. I always think it's interesting that people will wait eight years or six years or seven years to to put a name on a birth certificate. Yeah. Uh, What I don't understand is why does she want the kid to know who her father is when he's clearly a douchebag. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, it's one of these two dudes I banged overall. If I was an attorney defending the the twins, I would say the fault isn't my clients. It's the fault of the DNA test is not good enough. Yeah. So the father on the uh, birth certificate should be ancestry.com. Ah, yeah. Right. Or it should just say, (laughs) To be determined at a later date. Yeah. To be determined. When we have t- technology that can clearly identify that it was one of these twins. And is inf- affordable. Yeah, because, well, they're saying the twin test, that is the they, there is a possibility they could tell, which is 12,000 pounds, might not be conclusive. So it's still a roll of the dice. Well, and then I did the quick math. If you took all their child support payments uh, of each person to mm. make tw- uh, 12,000 pounds, it would take you almost 17 years. Jeez. So basically what the judge did was price it out. Yeah. It's cheaper for you to do this than us to figure out. Yeah. I think the judge should have priced it higher. Who's paying for this test? Well, one of them has to. It's a, it it would be a civil thing. Yeah. So it's not like the, the cops are running it. Well, you know, the kids is going to grow up with my two dads, right? Like who knows? It's the actual sitcom. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like one dad shows up and then the other one comes and acts like he was the, the guy he was with last week. Yeah. You know? You're not engaged. No, that's your other dad. Well, there's a separate article that's kind of related to this. What they did is they sent a identical twin to space. Did oh, you read yeah. This? So they sent an identical twin to space. And when he came down, they were no longer like, you know, genetically Stuff had changed. Yeah, common. Your genes, though, are always changing. Yeah. Everything you do, this cup of coffee I'm drinking today affects my genes. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it doesn't Especially affect... when you spill it. Yeah. <laughs> on your genes. Yes. <laughs> I think we talked about this, like uh, like herpes blossoms in space. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. One of the ways they were told is this twin test where the guy that was up... I'm assuming it was the guy in space. His, his herpes went crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> We need a twin with herpes. I'd love to have that like that classified ad out there. Well, I like that there's a bunch of dudes getting swabbed, and you, you can't go to space because you're the one that, that doesn't have herpes. Yeah. So you got to stay on the ground. I love that recruiter like you know finds you on Facebook. Are you a twin? Do you have herpes? Do you want to go to space? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. 
He's like, I am one. I can get the other very quickly. <laughs> we can make the other one happen for $83 in downtown. Uh, so what do we think about this identical twin story, both having to pay child support for a kid, they want, which is one of theirs? I mean, I guess since they have this background in doing this, I'm not a fan. If it was ran- just like a random one-off and the guy was throwing his other twin under the bus to get out of child support, I feel horrible for the other twin. Yeah. I don't because they were just doing this all along. Well, but, you know? And that, that's like, the caveat is since they were doing this all along, it's on them. Yeah. It's just like whatever, you know. But at the end of the day, if she only had sex with him once, one guy's telling the truth, one guy's lying. Well, I would love for like, you know, when he, when people like t- meet him at a party, they're like, so do you have kids? Well, kind of. I have half of a kid. <laughs> I, uh, me and my brother have a kid. <laughs> we have some investments. <laughs> We're invested in a child. <laughs> but then it gets all weird if the brothers move away from each other. Like, whose house does the she go to for Thanksgiving? Yeah, that's right, true. Brazilian Thanksgiving. I would, if I was the mom, I would just wouldn't have her be involved with their father at all. Yeah, you know? I probably wouldn't want that on the, yeah. You know, I'd get the, the separate set of twins as their stepdads. Yeah, I'd get, I'd get a more legitimate <laughs> set of twins. I'd be, now, that's the Craigslist, Craigslist ad personal. You're like, looking for a twin? That doesn't swap with his twin brother? Yeah. Or you have to have a twin brother's sister. Well, I, I've told this story, I think, on the podcast before where um, I was friends with a guy at one high school, and then I went to a separate high school. I got kicked out of my first high school. Went to a separate high school. I shouldn't say friends. We did drugs together. Okay. And, uh, yeah. and then th- I went to a separate high school, and I think I had owed the guy some money or some drugs, and I saw him at my new high school, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, I got to like, I'm hiding from him and stuff. <laughs> Turns out this is his twin brother. Never even knew that it was him. That's pretty funny. That's and awesome. I think one of them had died. I, I think the front guy I knew died and, like, oh. later. You know, I was like, sorry, that's cool. There's still, a, you know, another See, guy. that's got to be super crazy. If these two twins and one dies. Yeah. You could assume the uh, like if you have a totally. bunch of debt and he doesn't. Yeah, I would assume that guy'd be like, no, that was uh, one that owed had had a bunch of credit card bills. Yeah, not me. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, it's unfortunate that this happened to this woman, but at least she's getting you know some money for it. And yeah, I mean you're nine years in with your kid. It's like it's nice to get some money finally. Yeah, right? yeah, so. get some help out and screw these dudes. Yep. Life coaching with Randy. Whenever possible, fart when walking through first class. This story comes from BBC.com. That's a news source more reliable than a police department's Facebook page reporting corruption. Yeah. Well, what's scary is that throughout this whole podcast, we've done a lot of police stories, and most of them have mentioned their own Facebook page. Yes, but they don't deal with officer corruption. Yeah, they're never like, you know, Officer Smith stole three pounds of cocaine out of the evidence drawer. No, it's always like, Officer Smith, high on cocaine, saved a cat. (laughs) 15 likes, (laughs) two shares, one crying emoji. (laughs) And then someone just left the cat emoji. (laughs) The cat emoji. (laughs) It's true. And because they update their crimes, right? Yeah. So they say at 937, there was a person who ran into Matt's fence. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. And they used to do that in newspapers. And they called that the police blotter. The police blotter. You t- you actually ran this by me earlier, and I was like, what the fuck is a blotter? Yes, and then it turns out the definition is the way police record things. <laughs> yeah. It sounded to me like bladder. I was like, a police blotter? <laughs> police. The old police bladder. <laughs> That's why they're always at those donut shops. Just use the bathroom. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's, it's it's like police officer's bladder, but instead of being filled with liquid, it's filled with mild racism and <laughs> profiling. It's full of authority. <laughs> anyway, so BBC.com is where this story comes from. And it goes like this. Cheese rolling race crowns new champion. Ooh. And there is a video and we will link to this. So you should check that out. A new champion has been crowned at the death-defying annual cheese rolling race. The only death-defying happening is not having a heart attack from all the saturated fat. Yeah. So essentially what it is is like these people go on top of a hill with a pretty steep grade. Yes. And they... Now wait, what's a grade? (laughs) It's an old police term. (laughs) (laughs) It's a steep hill, and they roll down it, and the person who gets down it first... Well, they roll cheese, and they chase after the cheese. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they have to get the cheese. It's unclear in the article, but we're going to go through it. The only potential career ending in this is uh, the reporter pitching this story to his editor. (laughs) The story goes, Max McDougal, 22, won the first men's downhill race after tripping and tumbling down Cooper's Hill. Nice. One of the few things you can win by tripping and tumbling. Yeah, and 22. And of course, it's going to be a young adult because they are the most aerodynamic. <laughs> if you think of it, they don't have a lifetime of like sadness or regret <laughs> with, with, with the holding, does, does pushing back against the wind <laughs> or a beer gut. He's got a parachute of emotional baggage. <laughs> Veteran cheese chaser Chris Anderson, 31, who holds a record 22 wins over the past 15 years, did not compete. He 20, was on holiday. 22 wins in 15 races? Yeah, How does that work? <laughs> Clearly, you don't need a math degree to be a cheesemonger. No, no, 22 wins in 15 years. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, not 15 races. <laughs> so this guy, Max McDougal, won because Chris Anderson was on holiday, apparently. So is it really this guy taking the championship? Yeah, it's like winning the Coney Island hot dog eating the year Kobayashi's got the flu. Yeah, right? Is it really that big of a win? And my question is, is where did this cheese rolling champion go on vacation? Yeah, where do you go? Does he go to someplace not cheesy or? (laughs) Somewhere really flat, I'm assuming. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to see a hill ever again. Recent dry weather made the ground hard and fast for competitors who were cheered on by thousands of people. I like that they're playing it like, like it's horse racing. You get the race report program, and it tells you, like, who sired the racers. <laughs> Mr. McDougal's dad was secretariat. Yeah. So Mr. McDougal from Brockworth said, it was better than last year when I knocked myself out. Nice. He so, not, yeah, he knocked himself out. So the when he went to his mom, he's like, I'm going to go do this cheese race. She's like, knock yourself out. Ah, nice. Very accommodating. I, he said, I normally come second to Chris Anderson. I just went for it, pick a line and stick to it. So he normally takes second to this Chris Anderson guy is, is the legit. He's the man. Yeah, the legit roller. Rebel cheese rollers have been staging their own unofficial event after health and safety fears caused the official competition to be canceled in 2010. 
That's crazy that there's like this renegade league of cheese rolling. Yeah, you can't stop these people. Yeah, no, they're going to make it's it like happen. It's like the people who do ferret welching or whatever. Ferret leg. <laughs> Is that what Richard uh, Gere did? No, they do ferret legging. You ever heard of that? Oh, where you put them in your pants. Yeah, you put ferrets in your pants and see how long you can hold the ferret <laughs> in your pants. And uh, I think it got canceled because 30 or 40 years ago because it was crazy dangerous and obviously animal activists protested against it. But then they've been holding the world championships all over the place. So uh, it's like this unofficial underground ferret legging. <laughs> Just like my town uh, outlawed cockfighting, but it still happens. Yeah, with uh, roosters. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> My town also outlawed meth. Still happens. <laughs> Underground meth league. Of course. It got canceled in 2010. It's still, and they've been doing sort of a, this unofficial event. The cheese is chased 200 yards down a 1.2 gradient hill. Can you imagine being the guy walking down the hill with that little roller thing that measures 200 meters? Oh, yeah, right. You're just some guy in a... In so a... what? They they roll the cheese down the hill and you chase after it. Yeah. And the person who gets the cheese first wins. This is like the purest of sports. There's really no rules. It's like... You get the cheese, you win. Yeah, and it's like you can trip people, you can punch people. In the pictures and the video, people are just... And the hill is so steep that you just fall over. Yeah. After a year hiatus, when police warned against the use of a real cheese, an imitation lightweight foam cheese was replaced by the genuine article. <laughs> I like how that is the thing that the police was like, you know what? It's getting too dangerous. We're using real cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I like how- Nine lactose intolerant people had explosive <laughs> diarrhea last week. I like the police have nothing better to do. They're like, what'd you do today? Stopped a murder, caught Whitey Bulger, and checked the rolling cheese. <laughs> it feels like there'd be some sort of county official that should be doing this, not the police. I don't, what, what is the strategy in winning a race like this? Like, strategy number one, don't hit my nuts. <laughs> number two, don't hit my nuts. Number three, don't shit my pants. <laughs> That's a solid uh, three-point strategy. Yeah. One is don't hit my left nut. Two is don't hit my right nut. Three. This is a race where I think all people are created equal, right? Like you could have someone who's paralyzed who could just roll down the hill and still win. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's a total wild card. Yet somehow it's Chris like the, Anderson is the champion. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe there is strategy. Maybe your body has to be able to endure some shit. You have to be able to hold down a lot of beer. The unusual event has been celebrated for centuries and is thought to have its roots in a heathen festival to celebrate the return of spring. Oh. I, you had me a heathen festival. <laughs> you had me a cheese rolling. <laughs> heathen festival, a.k.a. Las Vegas. <laughs> Better known as Vegas. A second men's race was won by Ryan Fairley, 29, from Brockworth, who took home a double Gloucester for the ninth time. Wow. So why did they have a second race? Is there different categories? Like When he hits the Hall of Fame, he's going to be rewarded with a triple bypass. The women's race was won by 28-year-old Flo Early. <laughs> whose parents clearly hated her. <laughs> Why would you name your kid that? That's got to be a nickname. <laughs> we wanted to name her when she had her first period. Yeah, she hit puberty and we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a flow early. <laughs> Who picked up a double Gloucester for the fourth time Dang. after victories in 2008, 2016, and 2018, but also managed to sprain her ankle in the process. She powered through, though. I like this. If you go fast from the beginning, the hill will do the rest, she said. 
The final men's downhill race was won by Canadian Mark Kitt, 21, from Toronto. So, yeah, younger people are winning this, who had been inspired to take part after seeing videos of cheese rolling as a child. It's amazing what can inspire a kid. I saw an astronaut. I saw a guy chasing cheese. Jeez. Yeah. Well, you know, you keep your goals low. You know what I mean? You're like, listen, I'm from Toronto. I'm not going to, you know. I'm not going to be an astronaut. I'm not going to be an astronaut. <laughs> Cheese rolling champion. <laughs> nah. The moon is for America. <laughs> the moon is made of cheese. <laughs> uh, one competitor was stretchered off the course with a suspected fracture ankle after falling during the second race. That's crazy. I wonder how much like pee testing there's done. Yeah. They're right? like, clearly you're on uh, antibiotic steroids. So the World Health Organization said that this is a dangerous sport. Cheese rolling may cause dizziness, sudden regret, vomiting, headaches, isolation from friends, parental disappointment, confusion for potential employers on skills, ninja warrior envy, and of course, alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, it is dangerous. They say that some people have like broken legs and broken arms, a ruptured spleen in a different article that I read. I did a little research. There's actually been one death on the cheese rolling course. Really? Yes. But it was a guy that like an hour after the co- after the race dropped dead. Oh, Due to injuries that he suffered while running in the race? Uh, no, just like you do. Had a heart attack. It was his time, oh. yeah. Uh, that's not really necessarily related. Yeah, it's like if the only injury at the cheese racing was off the course, then the course is safer than, yeah, it's than true. attending the event. Well, it's crazy. So this is obviously an English sport. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the pictures of the people, they're clearly English. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of flow early going on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Uh, I like it. I'd love to go to this and watch it, man. It looks like a big drinking event. And, you know, there's people eating shit. The picture that they have on the BBC site is just people just falling on all. Looks like they're being chased by zombies. Yeah. Or, or it looks like they're being chased by lions. Yeah. What's the old saying? Like, if, you, if you're if you getting attacked by a lion, you don't have to be the fastest runner. You just have to be faster than the person you're with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, imagine, like, the glory, how much the guy is shunned who's, like, the last place cheese runner? You know, there's a guy who does it who just, like, dresses up as a, in some weird costume. Oh, yeah, he's, like, like, Barney running get, down the gallivanting hill. Gallivanting down, uh, down the hill, you know, waving for the masses. So what do we think about this? I'm just waiting for Ben Stiller to make a movie about this, and then it becomes mainstream in the United States. Yeah, right? Like Dodgeball, is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Or ferret? Where's the ferret legging movie? Yeah, that's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, man. that's definitely an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> so you think I? I actually like this. I think I'm I'm in for weird, sticky competitions that a lot of people can drink and have a good time at. It's kind of like the Red Bull. What are the the Flutog. the Flutogs or whatever? Yeah, uh, it's kind of like that. It's uh, it's kind of nice, and it sounds like it's been around for a long time. And obviously, people are willing to travel to. This kid, no, they're from the, the Canadian the, came. The it's from the Commonwealth. So. Canadian guy's twenty one, so he just peaked at twenty one. Yeah, and I'm I'm rooting for Chris Anderson, man. I want him to come back and reclaim his title. But like on the way down, like punch the McDougal guy in the oh, face, you know, like totally take him. You out. know, he's like slashing people. He's got like a little <laughs> shiv. He's like he's got a cheese shiv. <laughs> does that <laughs> uh so what do you think about it man i love any weird alternative thing especially if it's got a history yeah totally um and you're keeping your culture alive yeah it is you're a culture of Cheese doing roll. dumb shit <laughs> yeah doing dumb shit and letting people drink and watch yeah yeah that that's, sounds about right that's, that's very english that's the history of history of the world 
<laughs> All right, so we will link to the news story, and that news story has a video, so please check that out because it is pretty funny. It's, it's a hoot. Yeah, I like it. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today, Oddballs. Thanks so much for listening. If you want information on the news stories that we talked about today, you can do that at oddandoffbeat.com. You could also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. Yes. And also be sure to check us out on the Patreon. That's where you can help support us financially through, through Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, I was you dancing were, while you were saying that because I was excited because it should be exciting to support artists financially for as little as a dollar a month. You weren't just dancing. You were like shooting yeah, the guns. I was excited, man. <laughs> That's how excited I was. Yes. And we have all sorts of tiers. You can get all sorts of crazy stuff in the mail. You can get a mystery prize. Uh, you can get postcards from the road. I feel like this is an infomercial at like 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. But that's not For all. For as little as a dollar a month, <laughs> you can support. You can saw your boat in half, <laughs> put our podcast in the middle, and it will still sink. <laughs> It'll still sink twice as fast. Twice as fast. Because it's a lot of dead weight. <laughs> uh, so you can do that at Patreon. It does help us out quite a bit. You get an extra podcast that we do specifically for the supporters and it does help us throughout throughout the year and that's the podcast we tell secrets on oh so many secrets yeah well, Matt how reveals- to build a fortune out of a podcast in a basement <laughs> we also reveal matt's atm pin code <laughs> where can the fine people see the louis fox show this month this month or this week sorry this week this week, you can check me out on June 25th at 1230. I'll be at the Auburn, Washington uh, Kids Day. Then that evening of the 25th, I'll be at the Bothell Library. And get ready for the last one, June 29th, Pixie Fest Holler. in Lincoln City, Oregon. That's awesome. Yeah. That's- I hope it's about the band, the Pixies, versus well, ladies with short haircuts. That uh, Frank Black you know, lives part-time in Eugene, so uh, who knows? That's not far from Lincoln City, so he, he could show up. Who that knows? would be awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> he plays a set in a pixie costume. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Where can they check out the Matt Baker comedy stunt show? Well, my museum, the Museum of Curious Things, uh, is today, depending on when you're listening to this, at the Oak Harbor Library, which is Tuesday the 25th. You can go and check out all the unusual curiosities that I collect in, in an Airstream trailer. I will also be on the Enchantment of the Seas, performing my uh, my show from the 25th to the 28th. So if you are happen to be on the ship and listening to it, come say hi. Yeah. Come see, come see the show. Come see the show. Someone, someone's like, I was just going through uh, Stitcher and I found your podcast yeah. and you were on the ship. So yeah, come out and check it out. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you get a chance and you want to help out in any way, one way you can do it, if not uh, through Patreon, you can do it just by leaving a review on wherever you got our podcast at. Yeah. It does help us quite a bit. You can also like us on all the platforms as well or uh, tell a friend. Yeah, please do. Tell a friend. Phone them. Actually call them on the phone and be like, Go old school because, you know, it's all white noise now. Send a telegraph. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, write a letter. Yeah. And it should just say, listen to the odd and offbeat podcast we will pay for the stamp just just send a mystery postcard <laughs> no just their name yes. and listen to oh my god that'd be amazing the odd and offbeat podcast well folks whatever you do this week we hope it is a weird one thank you so much for listening we are out bye thanks for listening to the odd and offbeat podcast stay weird today's show is sponsored by people that don't cut their toenails ruining sneaking up on people since 1803